0: Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest Podcast. What are you here for some fun Disney talk? Ricky and Pam join me, and we go over those new announcements that were made by Disney last week, including the ending of Harmonious and Enchantment going away as well. Happily Ever After coming back, uh Epcot Forever coming back over at Epcot, the free parking coming back to the resorts. You're getting your on-ride photos with Genie Plus moving forward, Tron coming online in early April. We have a discussion. Are these changes going to directly affect our next Walt Disney World vacations? And if so, in what way? We have some great conversations surrounding this topic, and we'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic as well. So add, you know, add to the conversation on social media after today's show don't forget our podcasts are always brought to you by the magic for less travel check them out for all your disney trip planning needs they're over at themagicforless.com please also use our amazon affiliate link when you shop online that one extra click really does help support everything we do it's beourguestpodcast.com slash amazon and a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be our Guest Podcast. you make all these shows possible we could not do this without you And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. Thanks to all who support us. And we'd love to have you join us as well. Come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast.
1: Ready to take a trip to the world. You found the be our guest Walt Disney world trip planning podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage.
0: Welcome to episode 2,225 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Roman for BeOurGuestPodcast.com, and of course, one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you. Hope you're ready for a great weekend, some football, some family and friends, and just a little Disney talk to kick things off here. We're going to talk about the recent announcements over the past couple of weeks, which I've been talking with a lot of Disney fans online, and I just love that it seems like things are moving in the right direction. And that just makes me happy as a Disney fan. In our podcast, you know, we always tend to be kind of positive around here. This is the fun stuff. You know, nothing very serious. Going to Walt Disney World are some of the best times in our lives, cruises, Disneyland, what have you. And so we're going to talk about how these changes may or may not affect our next walt disney world trips we're gonna have a great conversation today so to have this conversation it's the crew from back in 2008 we've been rocking this show since then joining me we have ricky from the mouse for ricky happy friday hope you're ready for a great weekend
1: happy friday and yes i am definitely ready for a fantastic weekend so uh just uh you know getting to it and having a good time and and enjoying you know what what May come because honestly, I don't have any plans for this weekend yet. So we're good. It's gonna be a a surprise. <laughs> I like those weekends.
0: So this weekend, now uh, Mallory's not doing competitive cheer this season, which is saving us a lot of money. Like she's yeah, just, I'm sure. she's just doing high school cheers. It's saving us a lot of time and a lot of money. I would normally be in Indianapolis this weekend because it's what's called Jam Fest. It's the it's a huge competition. Indianapolis Convention Center. And part of me kind of misses a little bit of it because it's like a cool environment. See, you I, I like watching her. Don't get me wrong. I like watching my kid, but I like watching the level six world's teams. They're like the ones who do the crazy stunts. They're amazing. And I also miss all the good food that we ate. You know, we always went yeah. to like Portillo's out there. We went to, oh, we yeah. actually, there was a uh, Promantes out there. Now I went out of business, but it was there. <laughs> uh, that's one thing I miss about competitive cheer was all the good places we ate on the road. Don't have that this weekend. I'll just be here in St. Louis. So what can you do? Taco Bell, I guess. Anyway, also joining us, we have the coder of the magic for less travel, Pam Forrester, who I'll be seeing in a couple of weeks down at Walt Disney World and can't wait. It's been too long. What's up, Pam?
2: I know. I, I'm I'm getting excited, too. It's like um, I have a countdown on um, and it's it's been a minute. Well, not, not a long minute, but a minute. Um, I will say since I've been there. So, my last trip was to Disneyland instead wow. of Disney World. I know, right? So, looking forward to it. We're doing a little cruise and we're doing a little Walt Disney World, and then it'll be a good time. So, can't wait. Can't wait.
0: What are you looking forward to the most about being on the Wish here in about 10 days?
2: Again, um, I, I was thinking about this. So, one of the complaints I've heard about the Wish is there's not the adult space isn't big enough. I literally want to take my phone and run down that side of the ship that is all adult space. I think that people forget about that um, because it's not overlooking a pool. It is overlooking the ocean. Um, and I love that space. I think there are really comfortable chairs. They're much they're more comfortable than the ones that are available on the rest of the ship, right? That are available to families and kids and everything. The chairs in the adult area are, are much more plush and comfy, and I just wanted to remind people of that great feature of the adult area. But no, besides that, I'm really looking forward to, I think that the Wish has the best sort of adult areas and multi-use areas. That area um, that is Tiana's place that looks sort of like New Orleans there, that's so great of course i can't wait to go back to the bar um that is star wars themed that's fantastic um i also like the dining um just the main dining rooms themselves on this ship i think are so cool so i think there's so much to look forward to with this ship
0: i just keep hearing so much about 1923 and i'm super excited for that yeah it's getting rave reviews
2: i know so it's a great spot and um I'll actually be staying on, on, um, this ship, the at concierge because oh dude you're, um, in the to- air- you're in the
0: tower suite. Yes. No, just <laughs> no, not, not the main suite.
2: No, I am not. But, um, that area I toured before, um, the inaugural sailings. And I really want to see how that space functions now that they've had a little bit of time to work all that out. I, the, This is the ship that if you're going to upgrade or consider upgrading to concierge, this is the ship to do it on. So I can't wait to
0: see that. Because this ship was really built with concierge in mind. I mean, it did.
2: It was. Yeah. Like there was an actual location. They thought it out. (laughs) They thought about what that's going to look like. It wasn't put in later. So, yeah, really looking
0: forward to it. Good call there. Okay. So today what we're going to talk about, obviously, you know, I was down at Marathon Weekend and so we had to record some stuff ahead of time we got a lot of news. I mean, you know, about a week ago, it was, it was just wild, right? You get these days every, every, you know, once every five years or so where just news is coming out. And, you know, a lot of times it's not great news, you know, it's like, Oh dude, this is closing. This is closing. This is, you know, but the thing was for me, and again, you could take these things because everybody, I always say this, we talked about this on one of the live calling shows here on Sunday night was that, you know, I totally respect that with Walt Disney world, so many things are different strokes for different folks. Right. And I'm not a huge fan of Harmonious, for example. Like it just never connected with me. Yet Scott's a big fan of Harmonious, but I think it's because Harmonious is very much based on the movies, and I don't think I've seen a Disney movie since the Last Jedi. You know, the the the, or the last whatever episode nine was. You know, wow. The last yeah, that's the last Disney movie I think I've seen because I just sports right. I mean, sports are the greatest entertainment ever, and so. You know, when I'm seeing music or hearing music from Encanto, and you know, it, not that it's not good music or Coco. Well, Coco. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, like I even downloaded the Coco song from Harmonious onto my phone because I was like, that's a good song. I asked Scott about it. I'm like, what, what's that from? He's like, Coco. So I downloaded it while we were walking out of the park one night. Good music, so but good. I just don't have the connection. But the thing is, we got this news. And so for some people, it may be sad news, while for other people, it might be good news. So- I thought we would go about, you know, some of these news stories and talk about, will this impact our, our, tri- our next trip to Walt Disney World? Mine will be, you know, here soon. Some of these things will be taking place in April. It's kind of the big date, you know, early April. I'm going down for Spring Surprise, which would be a couple weeks after a lot of this stuff starts to fall in place. So for me, will these changes affect my Spring Surprise trip? Basically, it's kind of where we're going. So trips post like the first weekend of April. So let's talk about, look, I just mentioned Harmonious. Harmonious is going away. Epcot forever is coming back until they come up with the new show for Epcot, the new nighttime spectacular. So Ricky, will that affect how you stay in Epcot? Will you, I mean, is this something, did you hang around for Harmonious? Did you leave early? Will you stay now for Epcot forever? Will, will this change affect your next trip to Walt Disney World?
1: You know, um, (sighs) I am. I've I've said this time and time again. I'm not the biggest fireworks fan. Uh, I did love Illuminations. Um, I love the music of Illuminations, though, more than anything else. I do like Harmonious. I think I I enjoy the music. I think that there are some parts of Harmonious that are, and I know this was the same thing that people would say about Illuminations. There were some parts of Harmonious that were a little slow to me. Um, I I Hunchback is not a movie that I have a lot of uh, connection to. And they use a lot of Hunchback in that in that part of Harmonious. And I'm just, I'm not like the biggest Hunchback fan. So um, I did, but I did enjoy, you know, Harmonious. Um, of course, I have obviously an affinity for the music of, you know, Epcot Forever. Uh, it's a lot of Epcot music. Uh, and it's- Veggie, veggie, fruit, the, fruit. Yeah, it's the classic Epcot music that I grew up with. So I do enjoy seeing Epcot Forever um and you know i think for me it's going to be one of those things where with fireworks i don't always make myself a spot you know what i'm saying like the good thing about epcot fireworks is that it happens at the end of the night so you know as i'm like walking out i can find a spot and stay there and you know i don't like i don't get a spot ahead of time usually for for the fireworks at at, at epcot but um you know i I think it'll be the same here for epcot forever uh, I just have to laugh because I, uh, bought a, a shirt, uh, at the Disney outlets one time and it was, uh, the, a pass holder shirt because Epcot forever was, well, it was when Epcot forever, you know, went away forever and, uh, now Psych. it's right back. So my shirt's not, <laughs> my shirt's not good. It's, not, it's like a collector's item now. I don't know. So you yeah, get to
0: wear it no, it's weird again. No, it's pretty good. and I'll be honest, like. I'll, I've left Epcot before the fireworks since Harmonious came back. I've seen it. I've seen it three times. I've seen it with Scott, you know, other people, but I've not made it a point to stay till Epcot closed since Harmonious came on. And I always did with Illuminations. I never left before Illuminations. I love that show! Like it just like you had to be there. It was like the definitive. If it was seven thirty, you didn't leave because Illuminations was going to have because like those torches came on at eight dude, you're in like, you can't leave until the end of the night. Like you had to see Illuminations. I'm going to be that way with Epcot forever. One, because it's a limited time run and two, because it's just like, it's just our thing, right? I mean, you get a little living with the land, you get some universe of energy, you get some veggie, veggie fruit fruit. It's not going to be there long. And it's just totally made for us nerds. So I will now stay for fireworks where I wouldn't over the last couple of years, Pam, what about you? Will this affect your, your, your habits and your future trips?
2: Um, I, you know, I liked Harmonious. I I really enjoyed the music. I think it it was beautiful. And I think at the, at different locations, and even uh, if you couldn't see the center screen that well, I still enjoyed the Harmonious show. I thought it was unique. It was innovative. It was something that hadn't been done before. Um, And I think that that was sort of what they were leaning toward in that space. Um, Something very new. But I tend to stay till the close of Epcot, regardless of what's there. And I don't always really seek out a spot to watch whatever nighttime show is there. Sometimes I'm just content to be able to hear it. Sometimes I want to be able to see it, but it doesn't have to be a primo location. And I'm good with that. And then every now and then I'm like, okay, I want a great spot for this. I'm going to see it, whatever. I will say the other thing that really kept me in Epcot um, since the 50th celebration has started is Beacons of Magic. That's a um, good point. That it, is it, it is. Let me let, yeah, me, I was inter- there let me interrupt you it. for
0: one second. His okay. So let me ask you this. Good question. Kind of secondarily, his Beacon of Magic kind of superseded Harmonious. I think it has for Disney, Absolutely. like hardcore Absolutely. Epcot fans. It's amazing. Like I'd rather see I that think, than yeah. the fireworks.
2: So you will not get the crowds at Beacons of Magic that you do get for Harmonious. So I don't think as many people go and seek that out. But I think for many of us, it was really a surprise as to how much we were going to, how much we enjoyed it, how much we appreciated it. It's funny, the music that they tend to use for those is always so good um, and really just sort of sets up that whole thing. I love seeing how spaceship earth can look with this. It's just fantastic. So what usually happens is I end up going up to see that. And I really do make a point to go see beacons of magic um, there or beacons of light or whatever it is. I, I call it, those words are interchangeable to me, whatever the official term is. I'm not you know, whatever, but, I love that. And then I will go see whatever of the nighttime show is at Epcot. So it probably won't change a lot, but I'm glad that there's still going to be something there because I think that that's the way to sort of end the night there at Epcot.
0: The thing too about beacons of magic or beacons of light or bacon of magic. spaceship Earth—I wrote or about it today. Okay. So it's, it's beacon, okay. whatever it is. Yeah. Okay, so the lights on spaceship Earth is that it's so fluid, right? I mean, it changes with the festivals. Yeah. You know, it changes with the seasons, and you know, right now it's Festival of the Arts. You know, they got a little figment overlay with it. You know, with yes. the colors. I mean, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous, and it's like it just gets you there. You know, and like you know, they can do rainbow connection with it. They can do you know, at the Fourth yeah. of July, they can have a patriotic thing, and it just changes so much, mm-hmm. and you just. It and they does. can have different shows even on the same night. You know, like yeah. 10 minutes here, it's this. And then, you know, half hour later, it's that. I, th- th- that's such a win. And it was such an unexpected win for yeah. me. So, that you know, kind it of off topic. But it's it's a great thing. Okay, but let, let's go over to the Magic Kingdom. So, uh, Happily Ever After is coming back. Now, I did enjoy Disney's Enchantment. I thought that was a neat fireworks show. Wasn't my favorite. I'm going to enjoy Happily Ever After more. I like that. That show definitely... I was a wishes fan, but happily ever after like is one a one B with wishes on me uh, with for Magic Kingdom. But now see happily ever after. I will stay till the end like in enchantment. I I might have. I might not have. This will change my habits. I will definitely stay to see happily ever after moving forward. What about you, Pam? What the same thing? Kind of the same story? (laughs)
2: Uh, At least once I will make the point to stay. I think the fireworks at the Magic Kingdom are challenging right now just because there are just so many people there who want to see it. And I've told you all this and shared on the podcast. I often buy a dessert party and we don't even do the desserts. We just that's a crime against humanity that is i know i'm sorry i'm just not a (laughs) dessert person we'll get the wristband maybe we'll get something to drink or whatever and then we head to the location um but i thought that enchantment that initial song is beautiful
0: i agree it is one of
2: the prettiest songs the singers do a fantastic job with that. But just the melody of that song, I loved it so much. So that I am going to miss, I will say. Um, I loved, I like Happily Ever After too. In fact, I loved it. Um, And it took a little bit for it to grow on me. It really took me seeing kids interacting with the movies that they love so much that are featured in Happily Ever After. And I think that's something as Disney fans, it's really important for us to remember that while we have certain attachments to certain things, there are generations with an us of people after us who have a connection with something else. And, um, you know, it was one rainy night. I watched these little girls just fall in love with Happily Ever After with the Moana section. They sang it. They danced it. They were just loving everything about that and it made me have such an appreciation for it. So I'll probably stay as often as I do now for the fireworks, I will say. So it will not change my habits.
0: So let me throw out this this theory that, I, that I've thought about, okay? And I think this goes for the 50th anniversary celebration of Walt Disney World as a whole too. When you have things like harmonious and enchantment, I think kind of subconsciously, I, I associate those things with the COVID period in, you Mm. know, a tough period where Walt Disney World was just weird. You know, it it was a struggle, right? I mean, I, as somebody who works and paying pain, like the world was tough. Like personally in my business, it was the hardest I'd ever worked. It was the most uncertainty I'd ever faced. You know, the, the podcast had to change. We had the nightly call-in shows that weren't about Disney. They were about just getting through the pandemic. Um, and those were the shows that debuted, right? Harmonious came in. Enchantment came in. The 50th anniversary celebration came in during that time. And I just think that I, I subconsciously have negative feelings towards those shows a little bit because of the time mm. period. And so when you, when you hear about things like Happily Ever After coming back, What does that take us back to? That takes us back to like 2019 pre pandemic. Mm
2: -hmm. You know, that takes us back to
0: when the world was before times.
2: And Mm -hmm. so I I don't
0: know if people think about that subconsciously, but I thought about that the other day. I wonder if it's like I'm so jazzed for that because there was like a different time in the world, you know, pre pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's really deep, but and I like the show because Mallory really liked it, but. Yeah, it's a good point for sure. Yeah, I
2: wonder if there is some kind of connection with that, like even maybe not, you know, up forward in your brain, but in the back of your mind that you're still thinking about things like that.
0: So that's interesting. Who knows? You know, because maybe it's not even fair for those shows. It's just that Mm -hmm. we associate that time period with this weird, funky time that we all had to struggle through. Plus,
2: Disney had to make some changes in the development of both of those shows based on that as well. They weren't able to spend the time, the energy, the resources, not just in terms of money, but more so than people.
1: People People
2: were not coming into the office during that time. And Mm -hmm. Disney was one of those companies where no one was coming into the office. So. Well, it was more challenging for Imagineers to work from home with that too. So that's definitely something that, you know, could be considered.
0: So Ricky, you're not a fireworks person. You've, you've always said that, but I mean, happily ever after replacing enchantment, any kind of change going to affect you at all?
1: Yeah, I would actually potentially watch happily ever after way more than I would watch enchantment. Um, I have seen enchantment once and I didn't enjoy it. So um, I've never seen it again, uh, you know. And whereas "Happily Ever After," like, there's definitely like I love that song. That song is so fantastic, um, and there are you know pieces of music in that that I, I and I connect with a little bit better. Um, so I enjoy the um, "Happily Ever After" way better than I do ever did "Enchantment." So I'm happy that it's coming back, and I. Would potentially stop more to watch Happily Ever After than I, I mean, I haven't, like I said, I haven't seen Enchantments since it debuted, basically, and I'm like, nah, I don't really care to. So, um, now that Happily Ever After is coming back, I might stop and and watch the fireworks, or, you know, if I'm walking through and there's, you know, 15 minutes before fireworks, and there's a spot, I might, I, I might actually take the spot now. What's where weird, I wouldn't have for sure. With what's kind of
0: so. what's, what's weird though, about these, you know, about harmonious and enchantment and even but happily ever after is kind of getting this and it, it, it kind of almost falls in the same boat as those other two is that they had such a short run that they didn't have an opportunity to build nostalgia. You know, they had a very, very short window for people to build memories and connections mm-hmm. with those shows for, for most guests it, it best. They probably got to see the show during one trip, maybe two. You know, for, for those of us who get to go down for like race weekends or, you know, like we're just, you know, we're, we're lucky we go down every few months or something. Okay. We got to see the shows multiple times. We can kind of build a connection with those if we wanted to, but you know, you got, it takes time. Like people loved illuminations cause it was there for a decade or more, you know, 15 years, you know, wishes was there for over a decade. So you, it was like a, you know, you went back to see a friend you know and it was there you know it was there when your kid was 3 it was there when your kid was 6 it was there when your kid was 7 you know it was there when your you know it was a toddler it was in elementary school was in middle school so you had the that nostalgia built these other shows didn't get the opportunity for that either you know kind of we're getting kind of deep on this it's kind of weird, but because okay, so let's move on. Right. <laughs> this is not this one. getting kind of whacked out. Okay. So <laughs> let's talk Tron. I mean, this is the obvious one opening on April 4th, four, four. I loved, loved how Disney put out that promotion of the motorbikes, like looking like the old video game. And it four yeah. out four. I was like, Oh my God, they just hit me and all like that was made for Mike Rallman. I mean, it was like retro looking. <laughs> it's a, it's something from the eighties. I mean, this is, this is Mike Rallman's life. This is an eighties movie. <laughs> about an 80s video game. I mean, I listen to retro podcasts every single morning about this kind of nerdy stuff and it's going to finally open. I can't wait. So obviously I think a lot of us, we're all going to take this on when we get the opportunity. Ricky, when you get the chance, you'll ride it. I'll ride it. Pam, you'll give it a shot. I mean, but is this something you think is going to move the needle enough that people book trips to go down just to see Tron? Pam, what are your thoughts on that? Will it affect it that much to that level?
2: I think that there's a lot of things happening this spring um, that make a trip during that time. Very enticing. It's not just Tron. It is, it is, it's a collective of things. And plus I think too, we've seen, you know, people wanting to travel more than ever, like realizing that, like, I think, you know, we've talked about this, but the pandemic made us all sort of re examine our lives and what's really important and how we want to spend our time. And I know for so many people, they were thinking, you know what, the places that I love, the travel that I do is more important than ever for me. And I think spring break is a great time. That's a great time of year to be in the world. The weather could not be better. It's always, it's fantastic. Um, and I think it's just going to be all together that, that that would be a great time to come. So I think all those things together, will move the needle a little bit. I think we'll see. And I think we have started to see guests start to book already. So
0: so let, let me ask you this in a little bit different way, Ricky. So we'll because I mean, Tron's obviously e-ticket. It's gonna be the hottest thing. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be awesome. But yes, will it change in this aspect? Like when you're at when you're there for a weekend, will it affect you going to the magic kingdom more than you would have? And will possibly will it have you buying Genie Plus? Or, you know, if this ends up being an individual lightning lane, is this something where right. you would drop 20, 25 bucks to get you fast right through there? I mean, what what level is this tron affecting your next trip?
1: Well, Given the fact that I will not be able to write it probably during annual pass holder previews, um, which I is how I've that. done
0: yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, everything else, you know, up to this point that's new. It's really how I've experienced everything that's new uh, because I knew that at that point, like, uh, I wasn't going to be getting on the attraction for a while. So I took advantage of the annual pass holder previews, but obviously I will not be taking advantage of the annual pass holder previews for this. So... I think that um, probably, and I know they're going to do virtual queue, I mean, let's just be perfectly honest, this is going to have a virtual queue to it, Mm -hmm. Um, so just keep that in mind. Uh, They will probably start with that and only do virtual queue and individual lightning lane, so if you want a chance to ride on it, you're going to have to be on it at 7 o'clock in the morning probably uh, for those two options. and we all know I don't do the seven o'clock in the morning thing very well, so uh, <laughs> that'll be yes, fun.
0: You will. <laughs> I mean, I I will when I yeah yeah. This You'll is be doing true, three so. o'clock in the morning soon. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> but they, you know they're not going to put the individual lightning lane up at three o'clock in the morning. Nope. So, um. So anyway, so I think that for the first time that I ride the attraction, yes, I probably would consider buying the individual lightning lane for that attraction just because I want to actually get to experience it. And that's the only way I will probably get to experience it. Um, at that point, after that, I don't know. You know, it'll depend on how things shake out with uh, Genie Plus. Um, you know, how hard it is to, or I guess, you know, individual Lightning I guess I should say, how um, hard it is to get the virtual queue because uh, we know that, you know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not. It's 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 not easy to get at seven o'clock in the you know morning. It's a little bit more flexible at that one o'clock drop. So, you know, there are some times when I know that there's availability later in the day for the one o'clock drop. So maybe it'll be that way with Tron. Uh, who knows? So I'm going to have to play it by ear with that. But I think for the first time for me, yeah, I will probably drop the money for the individual
0: lightning. I probably yeah. will. And- yeah. I've never bought an individual lightning lane. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very much against kind of paying the extra cause I'm a tight one. Sure. I, I, yeah, yeah. I like that. It's available. I like that option that everybody has the opportunity to do that. But I'll tell you what, man, take my money, like put me on the grid, like put me on the that, that light <laughs> cycle, dude. I'm ready. Like I'll be living my eighties dream. Whoa, put me in like, dude, what's it cost? 35 bucks. Boom. Okay. Let's go. Put me in. Like, <sighs> I, I can't wait. It'll probably bug my eyes out. Just like cosmic rewind did. I was like, Holy cow. What just happened in my body? but I'm going to do it once and then I'll reevaluate my life after and see. I just, I mean, it's like this, this coaster was made for me. I mean, it's like, it's my jam. I can't wait. So yeah, we'll see. Okay. Next, uh, this was kind of a stealth announcement. Like I'll tell you what, I didn't even hear this one come out. I saw Ben Lappin post something. He had a great graphic on Instagram. I'm like, what the, what? Like, thank you, Ben for letting me know. Cause he's letting his guests know and other agents apparently, Free parking, and we're not talking about the corner square at on uh, Monopoly. It's not free. It's complimentary parking with your hotel uh, reservation at Walt Disney World, but hey, I mean, it's free. Let's talk about it. This is how it should be. I mean, this is how it was for yes. decades, and then all of a sudden it costs money, 15, 20, 25 bucks each night to park a car, and now it is free. So let me ask you this. Will this affect your next trip? Will this, you know, cause you maybe to rent a car where you didn't rent a car, or Will it and how will it affect your, your next vacation, Pam? What do you say?
2: Yeah, it will. Um, it will affect our vacation. So I will say during the past, since this parking fee was instituted, there have been a couple times where we have rented a car to get to the resort or taken different transportation. And then Steve has taken, if we had the car, Steve has taken the car back to the car care center and then picked it up when we left. And then we chose to like Uber or just use Disney transportation at different times. It's not every time, but it is so, sometimes. And I think we thought about it. You know what I mean? Not like, Oh, this is outrageous. I'm not going to pay it. Blah, blah, blah. But more just sort of, a, it was like a quiet, like, I don't want to pay that right. price because I don't want to pay for to that. Have a car I know, it's right? so hard. Yeah. I know. I totally understand why they did it. And I don't really think it was outside of the norm of hotels in the area. I mean, I can tell you it's not. Almost every other hotel in the area, Universal Hotels, Every off-site hotel, except for a few locations, do charge for it. Even like that Marriott Orlando World Center, which has acres and acres of lands, you bet they are charging for parking. Absolutely they are. I mean, it's just a lot um, you know, places that charge for it, but I think it did change a little bit and I was really glad to see it. And I think it's really a nod to the consumers in that space that they are thinking about their guests and the feedback that they receive from their guests. And the needle does not move quickly in that space, but it did eventually move. And I I think that that was, it's a good thing. It's a, it's a really good thing for so many people.
0: Yeah. Like the parking in Chicago, like when it, for Paige, oh, yeah, that Disney parking was nothing compared to that, like. Right. So like, oh my God. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I cannot do big city, dude. Big city too expensive for my crawling. Just saying. Like okay, Paige, I'll see you. <laughs> we're going back to we're going back to St. Charles County. Okay. So um, but let me. So Ricky, you drive all the yeah. time. So obviously you have your car. So this, is, but you stay off site. So you're not. I do. But there have been effective. times
1: when I've driven where I had my car and I had to park it. And you know, I, Disney had and well, let's put it this way. They didn't have to make the change. But they had to make the change. Um, because of the fact that, you know, when when they had Magical Express, it was a lot easier, I use that in quotes, to ask people, okay, to pay for parking. Because, you know, we have Magical Express. So, you know, you, you can choose to take Magical Express, our free transportation. Or you can choose to drive, you know, get a rental car and, you know, we park, you know, whatever here. Um, so... In that regard, like, I, once Magical Express went away, you know, the out, you know, the, the outrage of people definitely hit full force at that point. Because now Disney took away their ability to get to property easily, and they have to pay for parking because if they're renting a car at that point, which more people have been running a car because they have to do, you know, they can't do Magical Express. So they're, they're really feeling it both ways on that one. Um. However, I actually disagree with a lot of uh, people in the regards of the idea that everybody in the industry charges for parking. So it just makes sense that Disney does too. Um, as someone who <laughs> has worked in the hotel industry before, uh, the reason that most, most I will not say all, but most of the hotel chains uh, charge for parking is because they do not own the land. That those guests are parking on, so they have to rent out the space that those guests are parking on. Hence, the reason why they're charging for parking, and sometimes exorbitant amounts of parking costs. It's because they don't actually own their lots, so they have to rent out the space. Since so somebody, you know, th- that's why they're doing it that way. That's why. um a lot of the hotels, you know, like the the smaller hotels, like a Holiday Inn or, you know, whatever, most of them don't charge for parking because they own the land that their parking lot is on. Uh, so with Disney, that's kind of why I hated the fact that they started charging for parking just because everybody in the industry was doing it. Well, they own their land. They didn't have a reason to charge for parking, which, like I said, most other hotel chains have to charge for parking because they don't own the land they're on. So... That was always my pet peeve of the reason why I hated the fact that Disney charged for parking. Because they didn't have to do it. They just did it because they saw it as a very large revenue source. Free revenue source. And that's what irked me about that one. So, I get it in other places. I get it in big cities. You don't, they, you know, we they don't own the land for parking. Or if they do, it's a very, very, very tiny parcel of land that they own. And that's why they charge for parking. So, that's just something from being in the industry that I know. So,
0: what I wonder, though, about is like second and third order kind of consequences because of this. OK, so now that there's we're back to no free parking, but no Magical Express. OK, so right. does that mean more cars on property and does that mean more traffic on the roads? But uh, but then think about that. If you have that, is that less people on Disney transportation, which, again, it has me thinking about, you know, when I go down because I always Uber at this point, you know, so yeah. I do not have a car there because I'm not paying for parking. So that keeps me exclusively on Disney transportation. So I'm clogging right. up, you know, the monorails, the boats, you know, one seat everywhere, the buses, but I'm also keeping a car off all the roads. But now if I decide to rent a car, now I got a car driving around every place, taking up a parking spot when I go over to Old Key West to eat at Olivia's. And, you know, like right. it's it's like second and third order consequences, right? And it, it'll mm-hmm. shift, you know, yeah. people off of Disney transportation onto the roads and more vehicles. And it's it's kind of interesting where I think Magical Express was kind of that sweet spot. It really kept people... It kept cars off property. But a lot of I, cars off property. And it, it but it kept you know, it kept people on Disney transportation.
1: I think that a lot of people are like you, Mike, in the sense of once they get on Disney property, even if they you know have a car, they just take Disney transportation everywhere, you know, everywhere. So for the most part. Uh so I don't know if it'll affect it as much i mean i'm sure it'll affect traffic a little bit of course um but you know i don't know you know i think a lot of people will do what you you usually do as at when you drove down as you know you park the car yep. you I didn't touch it, it until you got back to, you know until it was time to go so.
0: but i've learned though that there's nothing like having a car when you're going to resort to resort it's the best way to get around i mean it's just efficient you know that's why i use uber for now like if i'm staying at pop century and we're eating at olivia's i just jump in an uber 10 minutes i'm there you know i'm just but i mean you know that 15 bucks, you know, adds up, you know, 15 bucks here, 17 bucks there. After you tip your driver, you know I mean? It's like, okay, so now I could have a car, you know, I think about the price of the car versus, you know, seven Uber trips over, you know, four or five days. It, you know, it really does. You got to really do a cost uh, analysis at this point because the the, the economics have changed. Okay. Away from that, let's talk about annual pass holders, not having to make theme park reservations. If you want to enter a theme park after 2 p.m., I mean, this is like just a nod to the AP holders that want to go get a dinner because you just, you have an annual pass. You want to <laughs> hop in. I think it's great for Epcot, right? Or any park. You know, you want to yeah. make a dining reservation. Pam, what what'd you think about when you heard about this? I mean, this is really, I mean, this is just kind of throwing a bone to the AP holders, I think.
2: I think it was. And I, I think that. I'm just gonna say this: Disney never gets enough credit for the stuff like this. I mean, the next they could have had this come out one day, and then the next day had some tiny thing that wasn't as positive, and people would be talking about the negative thing for the next three years. Mm-hmm. This positive thing that they have done is forgotten. But I don't think they got enough good publicity on this. I really, truly don't. The fact that you can go in without a park
0: reservation i'll be rolling in like this you know like "Mm, right "Mm, i don't have a reservation nope i'm an annual pass holder what's up right (laughs) you don't need it and so i I think that that's
2: a big win in that space for so many people that have that
0: i'm rolling in like 2019 that's right <laughs> this is 2019 right here coming through coming through i don't know ricky what do you think i mean we're i mean we're, we're joking but we are very fortunate that we're annual pass holders because absolutely you know, we've, we've kept ours you know a lot of folks have yes. just boxed mm-hmm. out right now the thing we need is annual passes a return
1: this is true and this is huge for me because you know i don't get to the parks till two o'clock in the yeah, afternoon half time anyway so you, right? you know it's all good for me i'll take it um yeah actually this is this is huge uh I, i'm so happy that it's a small step. Keep in mind, Magic Kingdom is still... You're still going to have a park reservation for that park on Saturdays and Sundays. So, and you know, after 2 o'clock. So, just make sure that if you're going to the Magic Kingdom and you're a pass holder, you, on Saturday and Sunday, you have to have a reservation. But, for everything else, I think it's fantastic. I mean, there have absolutely been times where... Um, this, this comes in ha- uh, handy a lot of times where we'll be thinking, oh, I made a reservation... I don't want to go to that park anymore. And now I can't make a reservation anywhere else. So I'm stuck going to you know this park. And then I can park hop after two o'clock. And I, you know, because you have to go to that park first. So this helps that problem so much. And I know was a huge issue for a lot of annual pass holders. Is like, oh man, my plans changed. I had a reservation for you know Animal Kingdom this morning. And I didn't get to go to Animal Kingdom, but I wanted to go to Epcot this evening for dinner. But I didn't check in at Animal Kingdom first, so I have to go there first, then go to Epcot. So it's it's huge for things like that. I'm just, I'm just so happy. I will definitely take advantage of this. And uh, Bravo Disney, I agree with you, Pam. They didn't get enough kudos for this one. Uh, the kudos were a lot for the uh, parking but this one is, is absolutely huge for annual pass holders. And I'm so happy to hear that they did this.
0: This one just has much, a much smaller audience that it's going to. Yeah, this but is true. It's a hardcore audience. And it is a great thing. I think really kind of even more under the radar, but more practical, that's going to affect people more. Kind of the same thing is the park hopper moving to 11 o'clock at Disneyland. Because in oh, oh, Disneyland, yes. having the park hopper with being able to literally walk from Disneyland to California Adventure in five minutes yes. to not have to wait until one o'clock to do that, to be able to do that at 11. What that means is you can go you know, hit one of the parks early in the morning, you know, rope drop, and you can go have lunch in the other park. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Practically. You know, that's, that's a very practical thing. And it, it add, what it does, it adds value to the park hopper at Disneyland. I mean it adds Absolutely. a lot of value to the park hopper. Mm-hmm. I mean you can yeah. almost immediately just park mm-hmm. hop and just go.
1: That's true. That that awesome. that is so huge too. Especially as someone who is parked top between both DCA and Disneyland.
0: We are we back. It, I, like, I can't believe we so do this. Like, yeah. I, I, again, it was my first trip out there. I'm like, I can't believe they're this close. Like, this is unbelievable. Yeah, like- yeah we did it. We yeah.
2: went back. Yeah. And, there are some days we go back and forth like two or three times. So. So, yeah. it, I
0: mean, it's like going from, you know, Frontierland to, you know, Liberty Square. It's crazy. Exactly. Like, it's unbelievable. I, I still. Yeah. Be, I can't. I, I just got to get in that race in January. I got to get there. That's my next nightmare coming up in a couple weeks. Registration. Okay. Any, uh, any other news that we're missing here, Ricky? Uh, do we hit the big ones because we got to wrap um
1: yeah we definitely hit the the biggies um let me double check to make sure uh yeah no that's that's pretty much it so you we know it. i mean it, it, it's a lot of news though this week or last week good stuff
0: say. yeah, it's, yeah. Good. it's good what yeah. i said you know, i think i said this on wednesday or maybe the top of the show it's been so long i can't remember but like it, it just felt good because it was like it felt like Oh, good news! You know, a good news yes. story, like it's something I'm excited about. Oh, the next story. Oh, more, more good news, and then you know, the next story came out. Wow, continue good news. Like you know, it was like the, yes. the, the the graph was just climbing and climbing. You know, it was like the old cliffhanger game on. Uh on uh, price is right. Like, is do, right. Do, you know, like I was hearing do 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 now here's the thing. I don't want my cliffhanger guide going over the cliff, dude. Stop nope. stop. Let's win. Let's just let's stop right there at the top. Let's don't do the little where it falls off and wah, wah 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 You know, we don't need all that. So let's just let's call it a day and let's all be happy. Exactly. Like 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 uh, Len says in my good friend out in Maryland. Like, okay, let's do that change at world. You know, I think baby steps, right? We're moving in the Absolutely. right direction. Let's see how Absolutely. things go and let's be patient. Yes. You know, we've waited a long time for these changes. Let's be patient and see what happens moving into the spring, moving into the summer and and just keep our fingers and toes crossed. It seems to be working. <laughs>
1: and see. and for once, finally, I, now it it seems that they are listening, which, you know, I think was so much of the, the outcry for so long. You know, Disney's not listening. Disney's not listening. They're tone deaf to everything. And I, I, I think that now they're finally like, going okay let's really reevaluate this and see do we need to keep doing it this way or can we change it to a different way that works a little bit better for our guests as well as us so yeah well
2: and they have that brand new offer with a dining that's true i mean for all intents and purposes it's a dining plan offer it's a free dining offer so i think that was a big listen too so People Absolutely. like free food
0: and also genie plus now, including the, uh, the on-ride photos, you know, videos, that's something, it's deal. not a big deal, but it's something, you know, that, yeah, that's what I like it to see. It's, it's not a huge deal, but it is something. And it that, is. that makes me happy. It it's a value add, which I would yes. like to see. Cause it I think is. for so many of us for a little while there, it was like, it was a value takeaway. And so, well, I mean, you know, it still
1: is for annual pass holders. I mean, I still have to pay for my photo pass photos, you know, which used to be free. If they got brought that back, that'd be a great thing. You know, Disney, I hope you're listening. Bring that photo pass for annual Easy. pass holders for we're, everything.
0: We're going to, we're going to get there. I
1: just, know. I just started it out there as I know. a, just, hey, just a hey, little nudge. Hey, let's do it. Let's hey, do this it. Is something that'd be great. if you I'm, brought with you. Back.
0: I'm with you for what an AP cost. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So yeah, anyway. exactly. I want to get your thoughts on this. So again, you can go to the Facebook page. We have a great community over on Facebook. Just go to search for the be our guest podcast on Facebook. We have a fan page there. Of course, BR guest Mike on uh, Twitter. I'd love to talk to you over there and have this conversation, retweet your thoughts so we can get those out there. I love, I'm still on Twitter and love having the conversations over there. And of course, be our guest pod on uh, on Instagram. You can get the conversation going over there Sunday night too. We have the live call-in show. Scott will be joining me. We'll open up the phone lines. Please call in. Will this affect your future trip? Any of these news uh, items, Let's talk about it. Sunday night, seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock central Facebook and YouTube. Give us a call on Sunday. All right. Don't forget our show is always brought to you by the magic for less. Pam mentioned it. There's not just one, there's two great offers out there right now for the spring and the summer for Walt Disney world, that dining card offer free food is always tastes better. I always say that. And, You know what? You sleep better when your room is discounted. So there you go. You can do one or the other. You can't get both, but you can do one or the other. We work the numbers to see which one works out for you. Sometimes the deluxe, the room offers better. Sometimes, you know, the the food's better, the the dining promos better. That's what we do. That's our job. That's our thing. So uh, just swing by the magic for less.com. Let us know what you're thinking about dates, you know, what resorts couple, you know, three, you might be thinking about who's going all that kind of stuff. How long you want to go? How many days you want to spend in the parks? We'll take it from there. We'll get you some numbers. We'll get you the best deal possible. But more importantly, we want you to have the most amazing trip while you're there. We're going to give you great tips to make the most out of every single minute of that trip. So just swing by the magicforless.com today. Fill out the quote form. We'll take it from there. Love to work with you. So check them out again, magicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Br Guest Podcast you make all these shows possible and you get that bonus show as well. On Tuesdays, it's called Mike in the Midwest coming over. We'd love to have you patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give Pam a follow on the social media at TMFLT, Pam Ricky's at Ricky nibs, R I K K I N I B S I'm a BR guest. Mike would love to talk to you this week. And of course, join us <coughs> Sunday night for the live call-in show. All right, time to get out of here and let you get on with your weekend. Hope it's a great one. Hope your team wins. If you're a football fan, and uh, otherwise, hope you just have a fun weekend with friends and family. So for Pam and Ricky, I'm Mike wishing you a great weekend. Whatever you do, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.
1: You've been listening to the Be our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.